Hey, what's up, everyone? Todd File here from Double FM Sports, and I'm here to let you know about a new uh, series that's coming out under our uh, our podcast label called Todd Town. Uh, it's going to be hosted by me, and it's just going to be uh, full of weird sports um, knowledge and hypothetical situations. Basically, everything that I love about oddities all wrapped up into one little podcast. Uh, it's going to be a lot shorter than our usual podcasts. Um, so, yeah. So, without further ado, let's get into the first episode of Todd Town. And this one is going to be about Icky Woods. Now, if you don't know who Icky Woods is, I don't entirely blame you. Pretty much. Anything that everyone knows about him can be summarized in his end zone dance, the Icky Shuffle. But it turns out Icky Woods was actually a pretty great football player. Uh, He was drafted in 1988 by the Cincinnati Bengals, and he played fullback. Um, And this dude was huge. He was like 6'2", 230 pounds, which is pretty much the same size as Bo Jackson. Um, another thing that's similar between Icky Woods and Bo Jackson is the length of their career. Um, I believe both spent only four years in the NFL and after his first season, Icky Woods was injured a couple of times and he was never really the same. But in that first season in 1988, Icky Woods ran the ball 203 times for 1,066 yards and he scored 15 touchdowns which was one behind the league lead of 16. Um, Yeah, he wasn't huge for catching the ball. He only had uh, 21 receptions for 199 yards. Um, But that rushing power was insane. I mean, for a fullback, he got a lot of usage. I mean, over 1,000 yards rushing, but only 200 carries total. That's like not even 13 carries a game. And he was going over 5.3 yards a carry. Like that was his season average, which is crazy to think about. Not to mention 15 touchdowns. He started 10 out of his 16 games and he scored 15 times. That's crazy. So I look at that and I wonder what might have been because The next year, Icky Woods played the first two games, and then towards the end of week two, which was a 41-10 blowout of Pittsburgh, he tears his, I believe, ACL, um, which puts him out for the season. Then the next year, he comes back, and Harold Green is now the starter, and then he injures his knee again in training camp. And so he was out of the league by, what, 1993? So I can't help but wonder what would have happened if you had Icky Woods healthy for like 11 years, you know? So that's what I decided to do. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, it was 1991 was when he officially left the league, having only played 37 games. Well. I decided to look at a bunch of different careers of running backs across the NFL. And a lot of what I was seeing was the spectacular backs. I, I think of guys like Franco Harris, who was a fullback, uh, Thurman Thomas, who was, who was not a fullback, but you know, Thurman Thomas was drafted in the same class as Icky Woods. 
uh, Eric Dickerson played in the same era. These guys had pretty long careers, like over 11 years. But a lot of what I was seeing was, you know, that early teens career length. So that's what I went with. So for all intents and purposes of our conjectures here, we'll say that Icky Woods played from 1988 to 1998 instead of 1991. Now, the first year is already in the books, you know, started 10 of 16 games, 203 attempts, uh, 1,066 yards rushing. You know, we talked about that. Based off of that, then, I calculated rushing yards, rushing attempts, you know, loosely. Uh, You know, none of this is fact um, because, you know. Icky Woods got injured in week two of 89 and that's all she wrote. So this is just, it's a guesstimate, you know, but given the usual trajectory of a running back, you know, it's more or less a bell curve. It's going to peak in like the fourth or fifth year. Um, So that's what I had here was his Icky's career peaked around year five, uh, which would be 1992. Actually, that's, Nope. Yeah, that's your five. Um, And then he was still good until about 1995. And then it started to tail off around 96. And um, he posted his worst line at 1998, which makes sense. That's the year he retires. Um, So that's kind of what I tried to keep in mind throughout the different statistical categories. So you look at rushing yards per attempt, 5.3 in his rookie year. That's really unsustainable. You're not going to have that throughout your career. So what I had is I had 1989, his sophomore year. Okay, maybe he gets 4.9 yards a carry. And then the next year, 5. And then 4.8, 4.9, 5, 4.9, 4.8. And then 4.3, 3.8, and 3.3 as he's out of the league. I think that's reasonable. Same thing with, um, say, attempts. Starts out with 203, then it ramps up to 259, 293 in year three, 295, 311 in his peak year. Then it goes to 285, 256, comes up a little bit to 268, 200, 162, and 120. Again, the bell curve. Same thing with receptions. Starts at 21, then goes down to 18, 18, 19, 18, 17. Peaks a little bit towards the end of his prime, 20 and 21, and then 15, 14, and 10. Again, reasonable. Um, the yards per reception started out with 9.5, um, went to 9.62, about 11 and a half, 10 and a half, 10 and a half, 11, 10 and a half, 10, 10 and a half, 10 and a half, and a little under 10. So. He's, he's going to stay around that that 10 mark uh, for the most part. His career average based on this estimation is 10.4 yards per reception, which is reasonable. Um, his targets also, or his receptions rather, went down across the board. You, you see where I'm going with this. Um, the one thing that really doesn't follow this pattern is his fumbles. Um, he had eight fumbles in his rookie year. And I just kind of saw that as curtailing as he got more experience in the league. So it hovered around five. Um, And 
is TDs again followed the bell curve. Started out with 15. It eventually peaked at 21 in 1991, which was his would have been his fourth year in the league, um, and then it, it came down from there as well. But here's where things get interesting. So, just based on math, what you can do with the rushing yards per attempt is you can multiply that by the number of attempts. And that will give you the amount of rushing yards. Same thing can be said for receptions and yards per reception. That, If you multiply the two, that will give you receiving yards. That's just math. So you look at his 5.3 yards per attempt, multiply that by 203, you get 1066. I did the same thing for his 11 years with our, our guesstimated values. And what I have is from 1989 to 1995, Icky Woods is within that 1,200 to 1,500 yards a season category. Um, so 1989, he rushes for 1,269, um, which is about 200 yards more than his rookie year. Then he explodes in 1990 because he's got more usage. He's, his carries have picked up by 40. So now he's got 1,465 uh, rushing yards. The next year, um, about 50 yards less, 14-16. Then it, he peaks in 1992 because he's getting 311 carries that season. And he's going almost five yards on each of those. So he puts up over 1,500 rushing yards. The next year, a little over 1,400. Then it starts to go down a little bit because his usage is coming off a little, but not much, uh, with over 1,200 and then 1,286 in 1995. And then his usage really goes down in 1996, uh, as does his efficiency. So he only has 860 yards then 616, and then in his final year, 396, when he uh, decides to throw in the towel. So that's the main, the main factor in Icky Wood's success. Because like I said, he's only catching like 20 balls each season. So his receiving total is around 200 yards or so. Not doing a whole lot there, but the rushing, that's where he's making his mark. Um, so Icky has put together quite a career for himself, um, over 2,652 attempts. Uh, he has amassed 12,577 yards. So he's part of that 10,000 rushing yard club. Um, and he's done it in 166 games, 154 of which he has started, um, which is, is pretty good. His career average um, is a little bit over 75 yards a game. But again, that came down a lot after 1995. Um, Fantasy-wise, because everyone wants to know about fantasy points, Iggy Woods um, from 89 to 95 was probably averaging around 17 fantasy points each week. Um, his peak was in 1990 with uh, 19.7 fantasy points per week. Uh, and a lot of that, yes, it comes from 
the rushing yards, but a lot of that comes from touchdowns because 15 in his first year, that's a lot. But then you go to 17, 20, 21, 19, 18, 15, 14, which those are still a lot of touchdowns. And then 11, 9, and 6, which are really, they're respectable. Um, And I mean, that's kind of what his role was on the Bengals anyway. I mean, he's playing fullback. You don't tell a guy who's 6'2", 230 pounds not to go and get the goal line carries because that's what they're going to use him for is you're just going to plow through the line. Um, So a lot of points coming from there. Now, here's where it gets interesting is the comparison Um, because, yes, it's one thing to compile a bunch of numbers, but it doesn't mean anything as far as, you know, from a Hall of Fame perspective, unless you start adding in things like all pro nods, pro bowls, rushing titles, uh, even championships. Now, championships, I can't really calculate, um, at least not at this extent. I mean... You think this is a reach? That would be an absolute reach to see if, you know, will the Bengals win a Super Bowl if they have prime Icky Woods? I I don't know. But I can tell you, from my perspective, Icky Woods, if he had played like this, should have made seven Pro Bowls. Um, And that was from 1989 to 1995. Just looking at some of the other players that got elected to those pro bowls you see guys who are um they're putting up maybe a thousand yards and i look at icky woods and it's like oh yeah he's putting up 1465 (laughs) yep he's definitely gonna have a pro bowl season um you look at 1989 which is his first pro bowl season the other running backs um, on the AFC side are guys like, you know, Eric Dickerson, who played for the Colts at that point. And that's just, yeah, the, he's not going to beat Dickerson. Dickerson has over 1,300 yards. Um, but then you have James Brooks, who was the running back for the Bengals, not only alongside Icky Woods, but um, also his replacement when Icky Woods got injured. James Brooks had been in the league uh, for quite a while, actually. He was drafted by the Chargers in uh, 1981, and he he got four Pro Bowl nods, um, three of them coming between 1988 and 1990. So he was there on that Bengals roster, um, a little bit more of a pass-catching threat. Like I said, Icky Woods was meant for pounding the football down the opponent's throat. He was not meant to catch the football and run with it. So, you know, Brooks was uh, a nice change of pace option there, but he was not nearly the rusher that Icky Woods could have been. James Brooks in 1989 puts up um, over 1,200 yards on 221 carries. Icky puts up over 1,200 yards on 259 carries and, oh yeah, 17 touchdowns. (laughs) James Brooks had seven, nine, if you count his two receiving touchdowns, um, or even Thurman Thomas had similar numbers to Icky Woods, except he had 12 touchdowns total. Icky had another five, you know, so 
this I, I think that's his breakout year for for Icky Woods, which is you know that's hard to say given that 1988 was such a good year for him. Um, 1990s where it gets really good because in my opinion 1990 was kind of a, a weak um, running back class as far as the Pro Bowl goes. I mean, on the AFC side, you have guys like Bobby Humphrey, who, yes, Bobby Humphrey's no slouch, but with 288 carries, he only put up 1,202 yards. Icky Woods, with five more carries, put up 1,465 and had the rushing title for that year. Um, Even guys like, you know, Marion Butts, 265 carries, for 1,225 yards. Again, that does not stand against a guy who put up 200 more rushing yards and 12 more touchdowns. So it it just, to me, it's a no-brainer in uh, situations like that for Icky Woods to get a Pro Bowl nod. Um, so that continues to happen uh, until 1995. And then once he goes under a thousand yards rushing, there's there's no argument um, for him to be in in the Pro Bowl. Um, but I mean, he had already had his prime. He had had a, a good career. Um, you know, I, I brought up All Pro nods. Um, I have Icky Woods with three uh, All Pro nods, and a lot of the reason why he didn't have more. Were, well, there were two reasons, Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders, <laughs> because a lot of the time, that's who was, those were the two guys getting all pro nods. Um, and, you know, obviously so. Barry Sanders, one of the most electrifying running backs ever. And Emmett Smith, the all-time leading rusher for the NFL. So, you know, I understand why Icky Woods would only get three. Um but at the same time, three is still good. So then you look at the long term, you see, okay, Icky Woods retires in 1998. Um, what happens then? Does he make it to the Hall of Fame? And I, I would think so. Um, in terms of all-time leading rushers in the NFL, um, Icky Woods, you know, he's meh. As I would say, um, out of the 26 um, running backs that I've counted uh, in the in the the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Icky Woods, uh, as far as rushing yards per starting season, uh, ranks at 14th, about middle of the pack. But then, if you look at rushing yards in general things get a little interesting here. He jumps up to nine, which, you know, like bottom of the top tier, I would say, but, you know, he's above Jim Brown. Now, granted, he had two more years. Um, but he's he's in that 10,000-yard club, um, like I said earlier. But, you know rushing yards does not a back make. Um, how does he compare against the other guys? Well, he certainly has the Pro Bowls to keep up with them. I mean, probably the most decorated Pro Bowler in here is Barry Sanders, 
who in 10 of his starting seasons had 10 Pro Bowls. Um, then you got Jim Brown, who had nine in his nine seasons. Walter Payton had nine in his 13 seasons. Franco Harris had nine in his 12 seasons. Emmett Smith had eight uh, in his 14 seasons. And then you get to Icky Woods. He's sixth on the list when you organize it by Pro Bowl. And the two other guys in there that have seven Pro Bowl nods are Marshall Falk and Lenny Moore. And Marshall Falk played 11 seasons as well. Um, and even look at the guys he's ahead of. Guys like John Riggins. Now, Riggo, I think, is a special case. You know, he had one Pro Bowl season, uh, which was actually with the Jets um, in his his 12 starting seasons, which I think is ludicrous. I mean, John Riggins had more than enough of the um, – of the, I, I guess the clout to uh, be named to those Pro Bowl themes, but I think that's probably one of the greatest snubs. But enough about Rigo. Um, you got guys like um, Ladanian Tomlinson had five, uh, Thurman Thomas five, uh, Larry Zonka had five, O.J. Simpson had six, uh, Tony Dorsett had four. Uh, you know. These are very talented people. You know, I mean, they're Hall of Famers. You know, need I say more? But yet, Emmett, or sorry, not Emmett, Icky has um, more Pro Bowls than them. You also look at um, touchdowns. <laughs> Icky Woods, if he had scored all of those touchdowns, would be in the upper echelon of of touchdown leaders uh, amongst running backs. I mean, Emmett Smith has the record of 164, but Icky would have, I believe, just under that. Oh, no, he would actually break it. Icky Woods would have 165. So we're talking about a guy who sets the record for most career rushing touchdowns. There's no way you can't have him in the Hall of Fame. Um so to me, yeah, there's no argument against Icky Woods if he puts in a career like that. I mean, he's got the length. I mean, you've got guys like Gail Sayers and Terrell Davis who played five years and are in the hall. You know, Icky doubled that. Um, he's got the Hall of Fame uh, Pro Bowl credentials. I mean, he's in the top 10 amongst running backs. Um, he he even has the All-Pro credentials um again it nothing crazy like jim brown's eight but all pro first team nods he's middle of the pack he's tied for well not tied for but he's like ninth tenth again right there with marshall falk i mean you think about marshall falk oftentimes he's considered probably one of the best running backs of the past 30 years. I'd say Icky Woods would belong in that category, except, you know, maybe call it 40 years because he started in the 80s. But I, yeah. What more can there be that doesn't support um, Icky being in the hall and being considered one of the best running backs of all time? Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
it's interesting to think about what might have been. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was only able to play 18 games before destroying his knee. And he had the promise of a guy who could have gone on to play almost 10 times that amount and be one of the top dogs in, um, in the NFL as far as running backs are concerned. Well, so that's all I have for this episode. Um, thanks for, for listening. Uh, you can expect more of these. Um, I enjoy doing this a lot. So again, as you, you listen more to Todd Town, uh, you'll learn about the weird things that go on in my mind and the weird world of sports. Um, so until next time, I'm Todd File, and this has been Todd Town.